Yeah. And it does. And you know, the thing about it is like, I always wanted to live a big life. You know, I wanted to travel all over the world and um, buy whatever I want. And I still want that. And, you know, I think there's nothing bad about spending. We all want to spend, we're all human. And that's like, that's the shift is realizing, okay, we know that billions of dollars go into advertising every year. We know that now in 2021, we know how to train the brain to say yes and when you really start to look at the fact that we do live in a consumer driven economy, but we can take ourselves out of that by becoming an advocate for the life that we wanna live. So here's the big question. Have you ever been so financially frustrated from years of poor financial decisions only to wonder, why didn't they teach me in school anything about how to manage money? I've spent the last 20 years learning the secrets to how money really works and how to use it to get financially free on a goal to retire early. I've realized how much of an impact we could have on the world by teaching financial literacy, entrepreneurship, and a successful mindset. Join me as I interview some of the world's most successful business owners, coaches, and parents to get them to share their secrets on how you can not only learn, but teach these lessons to your kids to become financially free and impact your children's financial trajectory so they can avoid the frustration and go on to do great things. I'm Cody Laughlin, and this is the Money Talkers Podcast. Welcome back to Money Talkers with your host, Cody Laughlin. I have Holly Morphew here with me today. She is a founder and a CEO of Financial Impact. Um, she is a personal finance expert and author. Holly is the founder and CEO of Financial Impact, which has a proprietary system designed to get you to financial independence, two of my favorite words in the world, as fast as possible with her personal views at the core. Uh, whether you are a career-driven professional or a creative entrepreneur, these programs will meet you right where you are. She is also the author of the number one bestseller on Amazon in nine out of 10 categories called Simple Wealth, which includes personal finance, real estate, wealth management, transformation, credit repair, budgeting, money management, and women in business. And so with that, Holly, welcome to Money Talkers. Yeah, thank you so much. I'm psyched to be here. I love talking about money. Yeah, I do too. You know, and I, I love that you got a, you got all those subjects into the book with your Simple Wealth book. And so um, talk me, walk me through, um, because I will personally want to know because I'm in the middle of trying to write a book, but how did you, how did you decide that you were going to go that avenue and put this thing into paper? Oh man. I mean, thank you for asking that question. It was a dream of mine. I always wanted to write a book and to, to tell you the truth, I actually wrote two books before this book, but I never put them out because I felt like they were just the system. And the system is like, you know, I always say building wealth is 20% strategy and 80% psychological. Mm -hmm. And the books that I wrote before this one were all strategy and the strategy is important, but it's the practices and the good money habits and the mindset that take you from like where you are right now. Like you might be in the deepest hole of debt. That's where I was at one point in my life, or you might be wanting to take a six figure business or income to a seven figure business or income. And it's all totally possible is the thing. I mean, that's what I've learned about creating like massive personal wealth in my life. And then even thinking about abundance, like having more than I really need so I can make a bigger impact. And I think that when I finally got super clear on, okay, there's enough personal finance information out there, like 
people want to know what are the like daily actionable things that I do with spending and with my dollars that's going to get me to millionaire or get me to financial independence. And so that's what this book is about. I wrote it in a year. I had an, I have an amazing publisher and they totally supported my vision. And I feel like this is a book. I mean, it's been insanely well-received, which is just so validating to me that like people want to talk about money in this way. So, you know, I think that's what makes it really different. I mean, it is the, the guide to transform your relationship with money, which is where it starts, you know, mm -hmm. like in my family, we were money talkers. Were you? Oh yeah. It's such a small percentage of the world. Isn't it crazy? Yeah. <laughs> It well, is. I tell people like my, my, I grew up in an entrepreneurial household, so I, I just never questioned whether I could, I didn't even know what kind of business I would open one day, but I was like, I just never questioned I would open a business. Like I'd figure it out, but we didn't talk about money. And so I didn't know, I didn't know those things about money. Right. And so yeah. as your family was talking about it, you probably were, I don't know, a little more surprised as you got into the world about that other people didn't know the basic concept. Like it just never crossed my mind. I couldn't open a company. And I know so many people that are like, Oh, yeah. like opening a business is hard. And I'm like, no, it's actually pretty easy. You know, yeah. being good at it's hard, but you know. <laughs> yeah, creating a sustainable business, one that's going to be around. And I think like knowing why you want to start a business, you know, I think some people want to start a business just to make money and that's fine. You know, you can do that. But when you add like the purpose and like your reason for living to the business, I feel like that's when you can really make massive impact and, and a lot of income. You know, that's funny because that's the name of my book is called Built for Exit. <laughs> and so it's the why you start a business, right? Yeah. So most people that are really good in technical parts of work just assume that they could just go make more money as the owner, but don't know anything about running a business, you know, the, the backside of it. And so um, it's funny that you mentioned that because it, it is, you need, you need to know the why behind what you're trying to, you know, the, it's why and the what, right? Then it's not really the how. Of to do it because that part you kind of figure you need to have some experience and figure out the way and um so in your book when you're when you're you, you said you called it a I man it's not you said you call it it's called simple wealth mm -hmm. but as you're going into these and you're talking about not necessarily the practicality pieces because there's not a ton different in personal finance in my mind that you couldn't find in a lot of different places, but connecting it to people's lives and the stories that are in there. Was that the the part that you're talking about as being able to, you know, uh, have the impactness or the impactfulness of it? Yeah, for sure. Because see, in my own experience, becoming financially independent, I say, I always say that you can build personal wealth in three different ways, financial capability, asset acquisition, and having an abundant mindset. And for me, you know, I really did the first two quite well, financial capability and asset acquisition. Um, but it wasn't until I added in that abundant mindset that I became financially independent. Like literally I rebranded my company in 2016 and three years later, I was financially independent. <laughs> were, so, were you blown away when you found out about fire? Cause I know where I was in my life when I found out about fire and I was like, what? <laughs> like I had no... I just had no idea people lived that way, right? I, I just, always thought it was 65 gold watch, you know, go in the condo and play golf twice a week. Like if you, yeah. did, things, if you did things really well, you know? No, I mean, thank you for saying that, Cody, because, you know, we, I was very much taught, even though I come from a family, my dad is a, um, he owned and operated three different franchise businesses throughout his career. My mom is a real estate investor. And so, 
you know, where my dad, yes, he was running a, a business, but it was a franchise business. So he was also getting a paycheck. And then my mom on the other side of it was just the visionary, you know, mm -hmm. and she saw real estate as a way to create, you know, a legacy and, and passive income for life. And so, you know, I, I understood money from a young age, but I very much was following this, you know, go to school, get a job, save in your retirement accounts mentality. And it wasn't until I was in my, really, I was in my mid twenties and, um, and I had quite a lot of debt and, um, cause you're supposed to, right? You're not supposed to, but here's the thing is that no, I mean, that's the I don't mean like supposed to, like really, but I mean, that that's like everyone's just like, oh, yeah, you're in your 20s, you're supposed to have a lot of debt, like it's that's yeah, you'll work that out later. And it's like, no, that's the no, you, start to no, go. not until you get yeah. intentional about it. And it is yeah. a little bit harder today because of student loans and cost of living, and um, you know, incomes have really flattened. If you look at you know, the the from the 1970s until 2021, incomes really have flattened while the cost of living has gone up. And so I found myself, you know, a six figure earner at my job. And I remember, you know, I was, I was selling houses. So I had a great job, but I was commission only. And we had like three back-to-back -back snowstorms in Colorado. And I was driving this front wheel drive Honda Accord. And I called my boss and I was in my, my office was 40 miles away. And I was like, if I get on the highway, I am risking my life. And she said, if you don't come to work, you're fired. And so that prompted me to get myself into work. And then I sat there for the whole day without any prospects. So if you've ever had a commission only job or a sales job, you know what that's like, but I'm just sweating it. And I'm going, I like, I need to get my finances in order because if I don't sell a house and I don't get my paycheck, I won't be able to make my mortgage payment, my car. And I started really thinking about how everyone was looking at me, Holly Morphew, she's so successful. She's, you know, she's in her mid twenties and she's a six figure earner and she already has the house. And I was like, I'm not successful at all. I just have a mountain of debt and I'm biting my nails every day thinking I'm not going to be able to, to pay my bills. And so that night I, I, I made it home and I just, I got out all of my credit card statements, turned my fireplace on, you know, snuggled up under a blanket. And I just added up all of my debt. And I don't know if you have any listeners out there who like have been doing mental accounting where you kind of know what's coming in and you kind of know what's going out. It's that moment when you actually put a pen to paper and you realize, holy cow, like I'm in trouble. And so that was the experience. I called my financial advisor the next day and, uh, and he asked me how much more money I wanted to invest. And that was the moment, Cody, that's when the light bulb went off. I was like, there's gotta be a different way. Cause he doesn't even know how I'm going to eliminate $67,000 in credit card debt. And I wanted to create a life where I did have more freedom and choices. Like I really wanted to, to, you know, live in alignment with my values. So that was like the tipping point for me where I said, there's gotta be a different way. And yeah. from there, I created this system. I call it the financial impact system. And three years later, I was debt-free and I just kept following it until in my thirties, I became financially independent. You know, um, I, I had a similar part, but when I turned on the fireplace, I just threw them all in there. So <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's I just burned it down. It. That's where I was. I, I was, uh, I was close to that. I wish I'd done that maybe a year earlier. Cause at that point I just threw them all in there. So, uh, <laughs> but no, I think that, um, you know, having that facing the music moment where you know, 
I don't know. There, there's like some shame that comes in there. You know, there's some like, how did I do this? Like, and I feel like if you don't flip that mindset mentality right then, like if you don't have that, you know what? I'm no longer going to be a victim in this. Like, yeah. oh, so what? Everybody's got debt. Like I'm doing something about and it. And you face the music and you like you said, you talked to your financial advisor. And he's like, how much more money do you want to make? six percent on while you're paying 24 percent on your your money you borrowed like exactly you know like there's this banking thing that's set up this way and I, t- I try to tell people like if we don't talk to our kids about this stuff like that that's the way it's set up to work like yes. it's not set, the, the money test is not set up for them to pass right the money test is set up for them to be the the, the horse not the jockey right okay. <laughs> and so you know um to hear that you were able to turn that out in three years and, and, you know, wipe that out. But what's funny for me, and it's happened for me the same way was like, I, it, it's been, man, <laughs> it's hard to look back now, but uh, it's probably been close to seven years for me. And uh, I, I'm still have my tendencies, even though I have, you know, I've, I've completely passive income if I need it, I have, you know, I'm, 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 I'm in a really good spot personally. Um, but I still cringe at some of the things that I would go to spend money on. Like I said, it, it, like it, it changed my whole mentality and vision, you know, yeah. going through that. Yeah. And it does. And you know, the thing about it is like, I always wanted to live a big life. You know, I wanted to yeah. travel all over the world and um, buy whatever I want. And I still want that. And, you know, I think sp- there's nothing bad about spending. We all want to spend, we're all human. And that's like, that's the shift is realizing, oh, okay. We know that billions of dollars go into advertising every year. We know that now in 2021, we know how to train the brain to say yes. And when you really start to look at the fact that we do live in a consumer driven economy, but we can take ourselves out of that by becoming an advocate for the life that we want to live. And so for me, like I realized I was following this you know, idea of success that probably started at a very young age that I'm supposed to work really hard and have a great job and, you know, drive a nice car. And uh, I realized not only was I extremely unhappy, but that I also had a lot of debt that came with it. And so this idea of success that I was chasing, that wasn't my version of success. So once I decided like, oh, actually, I really want to live a simple life. That's important to me. I don't need a huge house. I don't need a lot of stuff. And, you know, so putting the, the values first and getting like super crystal clear on, you know, the fact that I do want the ability to go where I want, when I want, and to see that vision in my head is what helped me create those spending behaviors where, you know, when you, you were just saying, like, when you study compound interest, it's like, whoa, if I <laughs> save 200 bucks, that can turn into thousands of dollars just by letting it sit in the bank. And it's 200 bucks that I wouldn't, you know, that I don't really need. I'm just spending because that's what I, we do out of habit. So changing your mindset and like being a really good steward of your dollars and knowing where you want to go is powerful. I couldn't agree more. I, um, for me, my tactic was like, once I had gotten so far in the hole and I was working my way out of it, I had to determine what I wanted and what I wanted it by. Right. So I set a goal of 10 years and I said, I want to be financially independent. I want to be fire financially independent, retire early, but in 10 years, if you had seen me 
my real goal short term was just to get to be broke right i just wanted to be broke like i was so far in the hole i was just like just get me back to break even and i'll go from there and so when i had my my, my why was to get there because i wanted freedom right like that was really i mean and, and i don't mean that in like a you know we all want free to be free like no i really wanted financial freedom to make my decisions i hated being told what to do and that's probably some deep-seated rooted thing inside of me as an entrepreneur but um but I also, when I had my decisions to make when I was purchasing things or when I was making financial decisions, like, yeah, I don't like sitting down and calculating out my budget for the month, but you know what? I don't like being told what to do with my money more than that. And I don't like wasting my money and being feeling like I'm a pawn in, the, in a marketing scheme, right? So when I, I would always weigh those things. Like, do I want to be financially free more or do I want this more? And it wasn't like, well, I can't have a $6 coffee because I'm not allowed to have it. It was more right. like, I don't really care about that coffee, to be honest yeah. with you. Right. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it wasn't, it, it wasn't like a, I needed to punish myself. It was like, what do I want more? And I would weigh right. those things, you know? Yeah. And the fact that you, you, you intervened, it's that moment of intervention when you say, wait a minute, I have a choice. Yeah. And like food was a huge thing for me, you know, back in the day, I would just spend because I, in, in, I always say in my past life, um, <laughs> it would feels be like, like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so easy to spend. And it's, it's only when you start to realize that, Hey, life doesn't have to be this way. Like life can be different. And to start, to start intervening in those moments where you would, you might normally spend and you realize, wait a minute, I don't need to do this over and over again. Yeah. I just feel like a lot of people think they have to punish themselves and it's not that way. Like if you framework it, and that's why I think most people that I talk to that have done transformation work or have done, you know, in the hole and back out and back, you know I mean? Everybody talks about, Oh, it's, it's all mindset. And it's like, well, what does that really mean? Well, it's because you're looking at it, not as a negative in my mind. Like you're looking at it as like, this is the, the path on the positive side. Like I, I'm going to chase the thing I want. I'm not avoiding the things that I wish I could have. Like, yeah. You know, and, and I think for me, that's where the mindset stuff starts with. And for you, I'm, I'm curious on your on your point of view for, you know, and everybody says like, uh, it's got to be about mindset. Like, where do you where do you see that interjection coming in so that people can one, if they're in that position, what they probably need to do. But two, I'd like to think about in the context of the show, like. I love the idea of abundance. I, I, I believe in it wholeheartedly, right? I, I totally am 1000% bought in. But I think about with younger people, if they just originally started with that idea, where they're going to go later in life. And so I'm curious of how you would you would convey that. Yeah, I mean, first of all, I would say that everything is happening for you, not to you. And the the path to personal wealth, you know, financial wellness does start with steady income. And so like, I'm an entrepreneur and I love entrepreneurship. Like I have many more businesses in me between now and, you know, <laughs> when I leave this earth and I love that idea, but, but it's the job, you know, like hard work and just showing up like that is it. Like if you're willing to work hard and you're willing to show up, you can have anything you want in life. And what is on the other side of that discomfort of showing up and hard work is everything you ever wanted. Because we do like abundance is our natural state. We just are trained in this, 
again, the consumerism and this, and the, you know, the scarcity mindset that is programmed into us to believe that, you know, we don't have enough, there isn't enough, but that's just completely 100% not true. And so I think once you can get into that framework of like every day I'm making decisions that bring me closer to my goals, then you'll start to see that your external environment starts to match your internal environment. And so that's why, you know, the abundance work, the mindset work, um, it, it is, it does begin in your mind. So every single moment you can either choose fear or love. I mean, those are really the only two things that we can choose in every single moment. And so, and I've been there, you know, like I know what it feels like to be in a dark hole of debt and feel like you're not going to be able to make your next mortgage payment. Like I have been there. And, um, you know, my debt began because I, when I was very young, I was 20 years old, I was diagnosed with a chronic illness. And like most young people, I didn't take it seriously. I thought I was invincible. I thought I would be okay. And then after I graduated from college, I moved to Boston with my three best girlfriends and, um, I got a great job and my health was kind of up and down. Well, bam, I got sick and my insurance did not cover my medication. Mm. And my medication was $5,000 a month. So here I am an entry level worker, just trying to like make it in the world with her first job. And I'm spending $5,000 a month on credit cards. And that's kind of where it began. So I didn't, you know, I didn't want to look at it. I didn't want to face it. And, you know, it's the awareness. Awareness is so powerful. And so, you know, for, for those who are listening, who are thinking like, okay, I want, I, I don't like how I feel. I want out of this. I want to build personal wealth. I want to start a business, just starting to create awareness around, okay, what is my present state? Like if things keep going this way, what is, what's it going to look like in five years and how do I want to change it? And so like you asked, what is that piece? Like, what is that action step that someone can take? It's just to sit down. I say like once a month, just once a month, sit down with your money and, and see how much money are you going to bring into your bank accounts in the next 30 days? How much money is going to go out in the next 30 days? Cause you have a lot of control. A lot of people don't realize we have control over our spending. It's a decision. And then whatever is left over you just want to put that difference. I call it your impact factor. You want to put it to its highest and best use. And that's always going to be debt elimination, savings, or investing. Mm -hmm. And literally it's as simple as that. And it just starts with awareness. What was funny is I used to have people come to me in the business and, uh, and they were like, Oh, can you help me with my money? And like, when I would show them what I actually did, I just had an Excel spreadsheet. And it was like each one of the, my assets, which was very bare at the beginning. And then it was like each one of my debts. And then it was like, I had a net worth calculator. It just minus, you know, it subtracted my assets for my, uh, my, uh, <laughs> my uh, debts from my assets, right. My liabilities from my assets. And it was very negative in the start, but I was like, every month I would go in, I would just plug my little things in. And all of a sudden it was like, oh, well, I'm $300 better this month because I was paying down some debt and was like, Oh, I'm $300 better now. And then it like started going. And I was like, okay, I want to beat this. And so I knew that if I got an extra 50 bucks or hundred dollars or whatever, like, and I needed to create it. Right. And that's what I think about for abundance. A lot of times what people understand, it's like, if Holly gets a dollar, Cody can't have that dollar. 
right? And it's like, no, like Cody needs to go create his own dollar. Like there's, we've created, you know, we, we have unlimited amounts of, of money to go out and get yes. if we want to, because we create value and that creates money. And so, you know, I, I think about that, that it needs to be simple, but it needs to be in front of you uh, consistently because at that point you have your reminders. And at those points, I wanted to be like, I wanted to move the number on that little spreadsheet more than I wanted to go out for dinner. Right. Cause I was like, Oh, I could put another 70 bucks. And then I can, I'm so I'm only a thousand dollars away from being, you know, flat. Like I'm, I was like so excited. And I had this, it was crazy. I ended up with like a, like a six year long Excel spreadsheet and it never changed. And it was the only thing I needed to do was go in there and just look at it once a month, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, well, I want to ask you, I'm going to shift from just a minute and I want to shift into something, um, uh, that you also do. And so you do something called the Global Healing Collective. Can you tell me about that? Yeah, the Global Healing Collective is um, a nonprofit. I'm a co-founder, um, along with four other amazing um, human beings who are also entrepreneurs. And um, and we came together last year. The Global Healing Collective's actually been around for about three years now. But we came together because what we found is, you know, the path of the entrepreneur or the path of the leader or you know, the person who wants to make positive impact in the world, it can be really lonely. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that was my experience. You know, we were talking about fire and you're like, you know, have you heard of this fire? How'd you feel when you heard about fire? And I was like, I felt like I wasn't alone anymore, (laughs) you know? And like, (laughs) we are here to help each other. Like a rising tide lifts all ships and we are, you know, we are all connected. Humanity is all one. And so we created the global healing collective. So, you know, whether you're an entrepreneur, you're someone who has a, you know, wants to make a positive impact in the world, or you're a purpose-driven leader, you have a place to come in and collaborate with other like minds and learn how to grow your business, learn how to get the emotional, the physical, the financial, the spiritual, the business support that you need. And so we are creating a platform that's a combination of Facebook, Instagram, Clubhouse, Zoom, all in one where people can come in and get and collaborate with other entrepreneurs or other people who are doing similar things um, within this. It's a technology platform. And, um, and it's just been so amazing because, you know, how many times have you been in a mastermind or on the phone with someone that you really respect or just at a party and, or read a book and something just clicks and it takes you down this whole new path. And it's like, if I hadn't had that conversation, I've had, if I hadn't learned that one thing, my life would be totally different. And so that's what the global healing collective is all about. It's all inclusive. Everyone is welcome into it. It's free. And, um, it's just, it's been so fun. We're in beta, beta testing right now with the technology. Yeah. That's awesome. I can hear how passionate you are about it. So, uh, it, it, it's, I don't know. I, when I think I told you offline that like I had joined this coaching group and there was about 2000 people in it. And I'll be honest with you. The only reason I joined it was because of the other 1,999 people. Like I knew I was going to come home and I was like going to be on my Island. And I really wasn't for like someone to teach me how to run my business. It was more because I wanted to be around those kinds of people and catch the inspiration and catch the yeah. And it ended up, you know, I, I did learn a lot, but it was more about the relationships and the energy and the going for it, that it was what got me more excited uh, than anything. And so it's, it's surprising that when we work together and we're around people that have similar goals and dreams and ambitions, 
that it inspires and pushes everybody up. Like you said, rising tide lifts all boats, right? Yeah. Um, that's really awesome. And so when, when are you thinking that, uh, is there a timeline to when this is, uh, is launching? I don't want to put you on the spot. Well, we're doing community calls already. So if, you know, if you're out there and you're listening and you want some support and collaboration, you want to grow and go, then just, you know, go to the global healing org and you can jump into any of our calls. You can just click on gatherings and, um, and then we'll come out of beta for the technology platform in May, hopefully, and, um, and then it's, and then it's going to be really exciting. And we, you know, we're, we're creating a um, currency, a digital currency, because everything that we do within the global healing collective, we call it the village. And we invite all communities to come into the village is we're creating positive impact. We are a 501c3 nonprofit. And so everything that we do has a, a positive impact component and we're doing projects all over the world. Really? And all of those who come into the Global Healing Collective, you get a say in what kinds of impact projects we're doing. So whether it's like potable water in Nicaragua or it's, you know, financial education for third graders in the state of Michigan, like everyone's say is valued because, you know, and that, this is the thing. And, and this is what I, my greatest hope for humanity. And, and I feel like personal wealth is, is, a, is a way for me to, to live this purpose in the world is that we we stop making money the pinnacle of success and we start making the, our purpose and our values and our mission of our own, whomever we are, we all are born with our own unique voice and our own unique purpose. And when we start to live aligned with those values, that's when we start to have those, you know, um, you know, make the biggest impact and start to have those amazing ideas. And, you know, community is a huge, um, it's a high value for me because, and it is one of the personal practices that I write about in Simple Wealth, because when we commune with others, we realize that we're not alone in our fears and the things that we're struggling with. And there's someone else out there who's been through it, who can help us. So why waste our time? It's like we talk about financial education. It's like, it's so much easier when you get started on the right foot. And so um, let's just skip all that toughness and, um, and go straight to the source and, and start helping <laughs> each other in community. You know, you said something important there that I wanted to just kind of emphasize as a kind of our end of the interview, but um, I interview a lot of very successful, very high achieving people. And I think that like before I had my mindset shift, um, I always kind of thought about like financial independence and acquiring some wealth and those kinds of things is like, that was the goal. Um, but I find that the more people that I talk to that are very successful and very they, they become they're actually the financial independence is really leading to a bigger mission a lot of times you know it's not just how many things can i acquire it's like how can i impact the world and how can i leave a legacy yeah. you know and I, I think it's super important um and when you're around people like that it's not like a it's not a competition it's yeah. almost a, it's almost like a global competition right it's like how do we make the earth better and you know as opposed to like you know, ah, how many zeros you got, Holly, you know, and it's like, you know, it's like you, it's when that's around there. And I think that's a, I think that's an awesome thing. Um, Cause you kind of, you kind of mentioned that a little bit, but I, I see it as I see people coming to make these things better. And I, I really think that that's the solution to a lot of the problems that we have out there is that we're going to community solve it as opposed to someone telling us that how to solve it, you know, oh, for sure. Yeah. And that's, you know, I'm a coach. So 
my job is to help people discover their own truth that's within them. And, and you're right, Cody, you know, competition is out and collaboration is in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We both get, I mean, I'd rather have, so I sat down with the guy buying our company. Well, we wanted to buy our company and family office billionaire, right? Legit one, not like the guy that your mom knows that lives up the street, but like legit billionaire. And he says, what do you see? He goes, what is two, if we buy you, we're two and you're two, what does this need to be? And I said, six, otherwise don't do it. I was like, if you just acquire me for us to stay where we're at, and you stay where you're at. Like he was like, he goes, you know, one of the first people to ever know the answer to that he goes, we shouldn't do the deal unless it's six. And that's the collaboration part. Like people realize like you and I work together. Doesn't mean like, Oh, it's 50, 50. And we can see exactly what we can bring. No, it's like you, you both go up. <laughs> yes, right? it's exponential. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Exponential. It's yes. two and two plus six equals six. Right. Yeah. So, well, awesome. Holly, thank you so much for coming on money talkers with me. Who, who should come and find you and where do they find you? Yeah. I mean, if you're, if you want to create personal wealth for yourself, if you want to start a business, if you're interested in residual income, check me out. I'm on Instagram at Holly morph is my handle. And my website is financialimpact.com. If you don't want all those things, what are you doing? Listening to money talkers, <laughs> like take some action and go do these things. Okay. Yes. Like go check it out. Uh, go to Holly morph on, uh, on Instagram. And, um, and also, uh, I would definitely, recommend uh checking out the book simple wealth as well and we'll put some links in there for the show notes um it's in financialimpact.com so thank you so much holly i appreciate you coming on money talkers with me yeah thank you cody thank you for listening to another episode of money talkers with me your host cody laughlin if you found this episode helpful in your pursuit of financial dominance it really helps if you make sure to leave a five-star rating and share it with your friends or family members who could use good financial information and entrepreneurial success tips i invite you to join the money talkers community facebook group open facebook and search for money talkers to join today follow us on instagram at the money talkers for inspirational mindset posts encouragement and investing tips and remember the one thing you can do to change your kids financial future is to start talking about money with them because you are a money talker